Voice Coaches Radio, everything voiceover. Hello and welcome once again to Voice Coaches Radio. I'm Warren Garling. And Tom is once again on the road, so it's just you and me today. Well, actually with a special guest. As I've said many times over the seven years of co-hosting this weekly podcast, my favorite thing to do is interview former students who've taken our training and successfully started a career in voice acting. And while I'd like to be able to share with you what our success ratio is, it's quite hard to do when you don't hear back from our former students. And then that's what happens here. We ask them to keep in touch all the time, and and even with the, the lifetime marketing assistance that comes with our course here at Voice Coaches, we really don't hear from very many folks who have studied with us and gone on to work in the voiceover industry. Sometimes we come across success stories by accident, actually hearing one of our students on TV or radio, and that's a few and, and far between, I'm afraid. But uh, but it does happen now and again. I, I actually saw one of our former students on camera. So he had uh, graduated from you know behind the, the microphone to in, in front of the camera. So that's cool. But when it does happen, when someone does stay in touch and updates us now and again on what they're doing, I think this warrants a podcast, okay? And such is the case with Bill Fitzgerald of Schenectady, New York. I ran into Bill last week at a networking event here in town, and even though we've been in touch via email and he actually trained here at Voice Coaches, he and I never actually met. So I was thrilled when he came up to me at the Albany Ad Club meeting and introduced himself last week. We had a great talk. I caught up on his voice acting work and thought it would be a fun time here in the studio if he could come in for an interview. Well, Bill, it was great bumping into you the other night at the uh, the Ad Club event and uh, getting to know you a little bit better. We had never actually worked together when you were training here. No, no. In fact, uh, it was it was great because I got to put a face to the emails that we were sending to each other. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So tell me how you got interested in, in voice acting in the first place. What, what brought to you us originally? Well, I saw the course Get Paid to Talk. Mm-hmm. And I went and David gave the, the, the course and I went home, talked to my wife about it. And I said, you know, what do you think? And she said, you know, if you want to go for it, go for it. Now, so what, what's, what's the background? What's the voice acting in your life? What got you thinking about this? Well, I was a teacher for 32 ah, years. Over there you in, go. Yeah, Albany <laughs> City Schools. And uh, I did uh, French and Spanish. Okay. And I'm a lector at my church. And I'll say okay. St. Luke's, give them a little plug. <laughs> and uh, I would come off of the altar and people would say, hey, you know, do something with that voice. And I'm like... Yeah, okay, sure. (laughs) And, uh, you know, it was one of those things I said, well, maybe I should try something. I'm going into a chapter two now since I retired. Yeah. I figured, well, this looks like fun and I might be able to make some money doing it. There you go. Yeah, that's always a possibility. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, and then I, I, you know, my wife said, yeah, well, let's go for it. And I got trained. Um, Kelly was my producer and we did some... uh, Good stuff over a few months. Yeah. And then yeah. I got my demo, and uh, Chris was uh, fantastic, produced my demo, and, Terrific. and then I went from there. Well, <laughs> tell me about um, when you were first starting out. Was there any apprehension? <clears throat> Did uh, Were there any concerns? Do you have any concerns when you first started out and thinking, you know, maybe I really can't do this, or I know I can do this? What was the feeling? It was, well, I can't, went into it with, hey, I can do this. And then when I went out there and uh, started sending my demo out uh-huh. and making cold calls, I was like, 
hmm, maybe this is a little harder than I thought. <laughs> it, it is the part that, that holds a lot of people up. Yeah. I had an email yesterday from someone, and it was a nice long paragraph on all the reasons why she hadn't started marketing herself mm-hmm. yet. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing how many we can come up with. Oh, yeah, right? <laughs> There's a new one every week, you know? And so uh, so you, you really have to keep that in the back of your head. But as you know, we, we teach it in order. We get you to be the voice right. actor first, and then we teach tackle the marketing, and right. we're always here to support you in the marketing, right. so so that it eventually starts happening. How long between your demo session when you trained with us and, and the time when you actually you know did your first gig? When I got my first gig, it was um, actually almost a year afterwards. I had mm. sent out a bunch of uh, CDs, yeah. and you know I would call up, cold call, and say, hey, are you accepting demos from Voice Talents? And most of the time, sure, we'll take that. And then they would, I would send them a CD or an MP3. Yeah. And out of the blue, this guy calls me up and says, hey, I've got a job and I think your voice would be okay for it. And it was a website job um, for a concrete company. Okay. And I did their 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 spiel for their their like their promo thing. Sure. And then I did some of their safety videos. Okay. And he keeps calling me back with different jobs and. Like as you know, we get into these jobs and you learn so much. Yes. I learned about how do how a firehouse door works with a bunch of lights. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Okay. So you know, and then you get into these other things, and then I got a call from a uh, drum corps. My kids are in a drum corps locally, and um, the drum major is friends with these people in Ireland, and the Irish guys said we need a narrator for our drum corps. Which uh, they do this stuff out on a football field, and mm. it's all horns and drums. And sure. So, and then I, I did all my stuff here, I sent it over to them, and they used it. And I went wow. and I streamed it online to see if I could hear my so, voice. So this yeah. is from another country. This is from Ireland. And wow. They, yeah. And they performed in the Netherlands. So I, I was kidding with everybody. I said, now I'm an international voiceover <laughs> star. <laughs> you, know? you know, I'm thrilled when something of mine gets played in New York City. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I mean, we're talking now international here. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty good, Bill. That's, that's pretty sharp. Now, think back to that first session that you did. Was there anything that was a surprise to you? Or do you think you were pretty much prepared when, when you walked in? Actually, I, I don't think I was prepared at all. Because I would go into it with the, the teacher background and... The, uh, kind of a lecture mentality. Ah. And my producer would say, no, we go more for conversational. And there then you go. And a does lot it dawn things... on you that maybe that's what we were teaching right. all these years? Yeah. <laughs> right. It was fantastic. And now, yeah. now as you know, they, they don't have, they don't say conversational too much anymore. It's more mm. of a give me a normal read uh, or go. make it relatable well, and warm. Yeah. And that's yeah. what's become the norm. You know, years right. ago, right. I would get people directing me saying, okay, we need more announcer, you know, yeah. and that's what they were looking for. Yeah. And what's become the norm now is the conversational. Right, you right. Know, exactly. Um, this even applies, if you think about it, there, there used to be a time when almost anybody that was on a commercial on TV that you saw on screen was a star. That's mm-hmm. how you sold something, okay? Yeah. Well, even that's gone by the wayside. Think about the every, average everyday person that's on the, on the screen. The same thing is happening behind the scenes when you're hearing a voice actor. Right. They want somebody that sounds conversational, mm-hmm. even though they don't know what that is. Is they they want a real person is what they're looking right, for right. in most cases yeah yep. that's neat what I, another point I wanted to um, uh, reiterate here you talked about how you did the one job for the folks doing the concrete and it's led to to more work for right them. right yeah the, the 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 producer from that job he sent my my 
stuff out. You know, I give them a bunch of business cards. Mm -hmm. And, you know, again, that was basically all on email. And I went up to his studio once and gave him all my materials. And then they went out to other places and, you know, get calls from, uh, you know, other companies. And I've done a lot of motion graphic things. Seems um, to be a, a new uh, wave. Yeah. 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 And uh, those, you know, the, all local companies. Yeah. And they're, you know, really nice about things. And again, it's just basically through the email and I send them my stuff. They come back and say, hey, could you redo this part? And I'm sure. You got no yeah. problem at all. <laughs> yeah, let's go back to the feeling you had when you finished the first uh, gig, okay? When you did your first thing for the uh, concrete folks. What were your thoughts getting back in the car and leaving the place? Nine miles high. I was you know, <laughs> ecstatic. I'm uh -huh. like, this is fantastic. And it was great because, uh, you know, you go in and you're nervous, but then the nerves go away when you're working the job mm -hmm. and you go through it and it flows and it's fantastic. And yeah. you know, we had to do a couple of retakes, of course, you know, and like, you know, 12 and 13 are my favorite friends, you know, take, <laughs> <laughs> well, take 20 was mine that day. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And it can happen. It happens to yeah. the best of us. And yet you're still doing work for them and, right. and you know, they've right. recommended you to other folks right. as, right. Too, and, as and, well. Yeah. And then I'm, I mean, they're, they're stables, I guess you would say, you know, on their, their list of voiceover guys. Mm -hmm. And so when they need my kind of a voice, they say, let's get Bill, yeah, you know, yeah. waiting for that time when they say, hey, let's get somebody who sounds like Bill. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah. Or, or you get what I get. Hey, we love your work. You did a great job, but they want a female voice now. Oh, you no, know? that's and, happened. And, and I haven't practiced my female voice right. enough to get away with it. So uh, so I wind up having to, you know, recommend or refer somebody. Right. So this has happened to you as well? Well, that happened. Well, it happened to me. I did a, a commercial, two commercials, and they loved it. And then I get a call about about oh, two days later, we're going in a different direction. We, we found a girl that we uh, like better. I said, oh, uh, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and it does happen sometimes. Sure. But, it, you know, it can also come back around. That yeah, happens yeah. too. So don't worry about that. Right, right. Um, another thing that um, uh, I, I got a, an email this week, and we'll probably address this uh, deeper in a, in a future episode, but somebody talked about how she seems to think she needs to build her own studio because all the work is being done, you know, independently, you you get the job and you're expected then to deliver on it and I'm going to have to become an engineer and all this stuff. And I tried to reassure her in my reply email and I, I told her we would discuss this eventually on the inter, on, on the podcast here um, that that's not necessarily so. And it sounds to me like you've done a little bit of both. You've had to find sometimes a, a studio to help you, mm -hmm. but other times, you know, they've got their own equipment, their own studio and you, and you step into, you know, just the realm of, of just being the voice actor, right? Right, right. Yeah, that's, that's a little bit easier when you get to go to their studios and sure. at the home studio i have a a, a pretty good mic mm -hmm. uh, goes into my preamp which goes into my laptop and i've got a studio monitor so i can hear and i've got a couple of sets of headphones um and it uh you have to do the editing Mm -hmm. Take out mm -hmm. the, you know, take out the breaths, you know, watch the the, the sure, clicks and all sure. that. But you learned how to, I mean, you had, had you had any background in that prior None. to doing this? Okay. None. And, and how did you find the process? That was, uh, well, it was trial by error. I, sure. And, you know, and I could have, you know, come to voice coaches and said, hey, let me do this home studio course. Mm -hmm. But I mm -hmm. was able to do it and... Um, 
my uh, software that I use mm -hmm. is uh, pretty much editing for dummies. Uh, there you so, go. Yeah, most of them are. To be honest with you, you don't have to spend a million bucks on a piece of software that does everything. What right. you're doing is recording voice. Right. And right. so that's you don't need something terribly fancy. I think I spent fifty bucks on the software that I use on my computer. That's basically what I spent. Yeah. 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 And and like you say, it's very intuitive. It's mm -hmm. you know, it's it's usually the point and click and drag stuff. You know, if I want to take this out, you you know, drag across the part you want to take out and you hit the delete button and right. lo and behold, it's gone. Right. You know, right. so it's pretty straightforward stuff. Oh, yeah. 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 What I'm finding is my, my favorite combination is control Z, which undoes, undoes <laughs> everything. Undoes, yeah, undoes. I like and that undoes, too. undoes, undoes. <laughs> yes. We, we have one of those here and I fool with, I, I tell students all the time, I said, I'm going to try to invent one of these undo buttons for life yeah. so that if I say something wrong to somebody, I can just hit the undo button and I didn't say that. Oh, if I did that in real life, I'd be really popular. <laughs> <laughs> but it really does uh, you know, come in handy on, on software when you're recording, for sure, because yeah. I've I've often erased something that I really didn't want to erase, uh, oh, and, yeah. and then you just hit the undo button and it's back. So right. that's pretty much how intuitive it is. Yeah. Um, let me ask you this question now, and, and you and I have discussed this via email and a little bit in person when we met last week, the support from home. It sounds like you, you get a, 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 some ribbing, but at the same time, it sounds like you've got some support on the home front. Yeah. Oh yeah, my my family is is great with the jokes, and but they do support me a hundred percent. I, I, I record upstairs, and they don't know that I'm up there recording, but I made this little sign that says, voice recording in session, <laughs> and put it down on the kitchen table. So they'll come in, and they'll say, oh, oh. And they walk, turn around and walk away. Okay. You know, and then cool. I'll come downstairs. Is it safe to come in? Yeah, you can come in now. All right. Well, <laughs> that's nice. Yeah. That's good. I need one of those to hang outside my house so my neighbor won't start mowing the lawn <laughs> while I'm working. That, that's the problem I have in, in my neighborhood. But uh, yep. yeah, <laughs> that, that happens quite often. So, Bill, have, has your, have your goals changed at all since, uh, since you started in this? What were you thinking when you first started doing this? Oh, I thought, you know, it would be a fun job, and then I would just do it freelance and just go out there and see what I can do mm -hmm. and just keep working and doing jobs as, you know, as long as I can. Mm -hmm. um, now that I'm making a little money with it, you know, I start setting a little bit of a goal of how much, you know, for the year and how, or how much do I want to make, you know, this month mm. or, you know, Good and to see you. if that... You know, if I can reach those goals. Sure. You know, sure. Well, <laughs> and, and, and that's the whole idea. And and if you find perhaps that you you may not, it gives you a little impetus perhaps to try something a little different uh, marketing wise. Right. There, there's another question for you. What do you do to stay motivated? What do you do to, you know, to, to keep moving forward? Well, with the, the marketing, um, I you guys taught me, hey, there are no, you know, there are always outlets out there. You know, word of mouth is the big one. Mm -hmm. Check the phone book when I for when they used to have them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> put you know checked out for you know uh, what corporate videos or videographers or mm -hmm. audio reproduction. And now it's uh, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. I have my website, Twitter. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. The the meetups. There's a, the small business meetups in Albany, and I meet a bunch of people doing that. The Ad Club, sure, which that's is where fantastic. we met last week. Yeah, yeah super. And then um, I 
the the other day I, I put my name on a, a church bulletin. We'll see how that works out. There you go. They have all those businesses on the back of the sure, bulletin. Sure, sure, like the little business card size things, and, right. and and all you have to do is put a few words there, and right. then lo and behold, you've got a, a new audience. Right. Yep. Yeah. And, and I put it in the Albany one where I taught, and I'm thinking, well, maybe somebody will remember me and say, hey, yeah, I remember that guy. Yeah. You know, yeah. So we'll see how that works. Very good. Yeah. What 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 advice would you share with somebody that's listening that's been thinking about getting into this and has told themselves, eh, you know, there are too many people out there doing this and, you know, they're not going to listen to me and, and, you know, all those excuses. What would, what would you say to them at this juncture? I always go back to that, the Winston Churchill, never give up, never give up, <laughs> never give up. Exactly. <laughs> you know? There you go. It paid yeah. off for him. Okay. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Change yeah. the world we live in pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Well, good for you. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. And, um, you know, anything we can do to, to keep you motivated as well. I know you're a, an avid listener of the podcast oh. and uh, and that your family was so excited when they heard you were going to be on the podcast. <laughs> well, I told you what my daughter said, the, the, my mean little teenage daughter, I'm kidding. Of but she's like, Dad, you're such a fanboy. I'm like, oh, come on. <laughs> you got to stop talking about us, Tom, uh, Bill. You right. really do. Tom, Tom and I are, uh, are really concerned about how much you're talking about us you're outside right. the podcast. And, um, you know, we, you, you just, you know, we're, we're going to have to, you know, after a while, you know, stalking comes, the word comes That's in, what, you know, so we have to watch that. Uh, no, when, when Bill was at the, uh, at the event the other night, uh, you know, he said, uh, like you said a moment ago, it was just great to put a, a face to the, uh, you know, to the voice and uh, to the name. And um, we're just thrilled that, that you're having such great success and having some fun with it. Still having fun, right? Oh yeah. It's always fun. Yeah. Always fun. Yeah. yeah. Hardly yeah. ever at a time when it isn't. I'm, I'm a little concerned. I have not worked with a producer in a while. A lot of the work I do is on my own, and that's because mm-hmm. of how many years I guess I've been doing it. But um, but I, I've got a, a thing coming up probably in December sometime, and uh, looks like I'm going to be you know in a studio again. Which um, you know again, it's usually just me and the microphone. Now it's going to be with a, a you know producer sitting there saying, "Okay, let's try that again." <laughs> and it's been a while since somebody's you know said that to me uh, yeah. through the headphones. So I'm I'm apprehensive even after doing this for almost 48 years. I'm, st- I'm always apprehensive first time I'm working with somebody yeah. uh, behind the microphone. But uh, Well, that, that's one of those things. I think the, the stage nerves that you get yeah. beforehand, or they're good to have a little bit of butterflies, mm-hmm. you know, because that moves you along, too. Yeah. That's good inspiration, motivation. Yeah. 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 And if you and just fall back on your training, things, things will oh, usually fall into place. That really is handy. I mean, I still have my notes from voice coaches when I took the courses, and I will look at them occasionally, especially uh, all pitch and dynamics and all that stuff mm-hmm. when I'm thinking, oh, okay, what else? I've forgotten some stuff. And, and like you saw, I bring my notes in with me. And yeah. I'm, I'm getting older. I get a list over three things. I've got to start writing them down. <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh, man, I've been there for a while myself. Believe me, believe me. I send more emails to myself at home than I do anybody else uh, because I have to remember at work to do something when I get home. So that's, right, that's right. what I do, yeah. That, that well, uh, Bill, this has been terrific. Thank you so much. Oh, thanks for having um, for, me. For coming by and taking uh, you know time out of your schedule today because I know the other thing that you're involved with uh, let's give him a little plug too you've been doing some volunteer work here in your retirement as right, well right right 
Well, that's um, when I retired. My my church, when they find the retirees, they're like, hey, you have time to do these things. Uh, and now I work at their food pantry, and I, I work as a, an adult uh, altar server for funerals, which is puts things in perspective, really. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm an elector and a Eucharistic minister, and now they're grooming me for uh, communion services out at uh, senior wow. citizens' homes. Well, good for you, sir. Yeah, Very so. good. Well, sounds like you've got a nice full life and a yeah. great family, and we just once again yeah. appreciate you listening and appreciate uh, the kind words today and, and uh, letting folks know that this not only uh, can be fun, but rewarding. Right, right. Oh, thanks for having me. It was fantastic. Wow. If I were going to write an interview, if I were going to write the answers to an interview, it would have been what Bill just did. I mean, that's that's really... Thank you once again, Bill. That's terrific. And and it's obviously coming from his heart. He really does enjoy this and has a good time with it. And uh, we're just thrilled about uh, Bill's success. And, uh, and if you've got a success story to tell, we'd like to hear from you as well. Please do keep in touch. Let us know how things are going out there. So for almost 20 years, we've been offering a way to get into voice acting. It's a single evening adult education class called Getting Paid to Talk. This is where some very successful voice actors have made their start just by attending our Introduction to Voice Acting class at a local university, college, school, or recreation program. And we could be coming your way soon before the year is out. The week of November 28th, uh, we've got a class at more than a dozen different locations across Pennsylvania, many, many nights. Uh, watch for our class in Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, Fort Washington, Carlisle, Altoona, and York, amongst others. We'll also be in Rochester, New York, and Hartford, Connecticut. And it's easy to learn when we'll be in your neighborhood. Just call us at 866-887-2834 or email us at podcast at voicecoaches.com. We'd love to answer your questions, listen to your comments, take you up on any topic suggestions that you have. Just send those to that address as well, podcast at voicecoaches.com. Should you be listening to us through iTunes, you have the opportunity to rate this podcast and make comments right there. We hope you'll do that, and we hope you'll also join us again next week. Visit voicecoaches.com for more voiceover news and information.